Hello, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast number 22 for Thursday, November 8th, 2007. On today's show, I have an interview with members of the Lithuanian Empire. The Lithuanian Empire is an exciting band of young musicians from Canada and the United States who met and got together while at Klez Canada. The band has recently released their first CD, the self-titled The Lithuanian Empire, and we'll be discussing that on the interview and also have a song from the CD later in the program. So here is The Lithuanian Empire. Hi, this is Keith, and this is uh, the Klezmer Podcast. We're here at Day 6 at Klez Canada 2007, and I'm visiting with Lithuanian Empire from everywhere in Canada. <laughs> Everybody's uh, pretty much spread out. Um, let's, uh, let's see, who wants to tell me about the background of your group? Becky. Becky. Everybody's pointing at Becky. So, uh, <laughs> Becky Wexler, tell me about the uh, Lithuanian Empire. Well, uh, it all started in 2005 at, here at Klez Canada. A um, bunch of us were jamming in a cabin, and um, Frank London walked in, and he said, listen to us for a few minutes, and he said, hey, you guys are pretty good. How long have you been playing together? And we said couple minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he worked with us for a few minutes and you know went away and we continued jamming and after jamming we looked at each other and we said hey let's form a band and we did <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so uh, it's been a couple years two three years we, um, so the band formed and then that following um winter in december we all got together in toronto to record a demo cd and um decided that we are going to to be serious about continuing this musical relationship that we had formed um and yeah that's that's what i have to say right now i think the best part was actually ryan sending out an email to all of us and basically saying the email said I just booked a flight to Toronto, who's coming? Yeah. <laughs> and, and within about two days, everybody outside of Toronto, there are three of us who do in fact live in Toronto, everyone outside of Toronto had their flights booked. And we had planned in a very short uh, three, four day ex- adventure yeah. to rehearse, well, to learn, arrange, and rehearse tunes that we had intended on recording uh, in about a 12 hour session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who brought the repertoire, or have you written any original stuff? Or uh, the first go, um, a lot of us brought in tunes. Some of us had written tunes. I, I wrote. You wrote a horror. I wrote a. Uh, Wait, yeah. this is Andy. Yeah, this is Andy. Uh, I wrote a horror. Um, what else did I? A Turkisher and a, a kind of a Freyluk that I that I do with the drummer, and then. Um, Ryan also wrote a piece. I arranged a piece. Uh, this is Ryan. I arranged uh, uh, Yismek Husadol. You also wrote a piece. 
Uh, did I write a piece for that? Not for, not for, not not for, for that, that one. Yeah. Um, but we did, we did uh, Oitatis is Good. We, we did our own take on that. And then uh, Eva had a, Eva is our trumpet player. She had a, a, a Balkan tune that our drummer, Lori, arranged. And so those are the four tunes, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. On the demo, yeah. So uh, if you characterize the style, you're talking about playing Balkan and some other stuff. You're playing a lot of different styles. Yeah, I mean, other people often describe us as a jazz fusion band, and um, I don't like the word fusion because I <laughs> I like to think of us as a klezmer band, mm -hmm. and um, I've heard so many fusion bands nowadays that take two distinct styles and just sort of melt them together so you get A and B. But I, I really prefer to think of the Lithuanian Empire as rooted in the klezmer sound, and then we might depart from that in slightly different ways, whether that means putting a funk beat under it or taking an extended solo in the middle of a form. Um, and See, yeah. I, don't mind, I don't mind the word fusion as much. Because I think we start from uh, we start from klezmer roots, and then we all just come from such varied backgrounds. I mean, I have two degrees in classical performance. You have two degrees in history, right? Your jazz background, um, you know, and, and other people in the group are, are um, well sought after freelancers and things like that. Um, and everybody just sort of adds their own thing to the mix. I, I, it's not fusion in the sense of like. You know, Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, like you know, nuclear fission trying to push things two two together until they become one. But it's just it's 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 a natural extension of our own all our own um, individual backgrounds. So, uh, would would you bring something uh, classical to the play in a, a klezmer style or a jazz thing in, in a klezmer style necessarily? Yeah, I think that the one thing that we've that we've battled on, but uh, battled about, but also agreed on, is that this has this project has to have a Jewish sound to it, right? And, right. Because klezmer is is where we're coming from. So even though we we have these other elements, we don't want it to sound like something with a Jewish flavor. We want it to sound like like Jewish music to the core. But at the same time, Ryan wrote a beautiful piece for the CD called Devorah's Niggin, um, and it features. Three, three people, Kinnaird on clarinet, Ryan on trombone, and Randy on piano. And, I mean, there's no question. It's a Jewish-sounding piece. It's klezmer music, but it's got this beautiful chamber music right. feel to it. Yeah. And, you know, that's maybe a point where you can say that Ryan's classical sensibilities have come through. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I never conceived of that as a classical piece, not in the least. But certainly, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's being filtered through me. So, you know, it's going to come out with a little bit of classical uh, flavor in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely has that chamber feel to it. Great. Well, you know, it's an interesting way. You know, I heard you guys at the cabaret a couple nights ago, and, and uh, it, it's a nice sound. And let's say, I think you had an electric bass in your... Yeah. And, and he's an electric bass. So that... that you know, while you, while everything else can be traditional, when you put electric bass in it, it it gives it a little bit of a modern feel, right. a more right. up to date feel. That um, you know, I, I have electric bass in my band, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, and Lori's, it, Lori's beats too. Lori, Lori Lori plays some very modern beats, um, right? Which which add to that, I think. 
and sort of uh, make the style a bit more um, uh, less traditional, little, I guess. A little, little more accessible, maybe, to a younger I don't know audience. If accessible is the right word. Uh, just um, well, Becky and I disagree on the use of the word fusion, but you know, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, the Lithuanian Empire. yeah, right. Yeah, we can vote on that later. <laughs> and then um, discuss it. Yeah. And then discuss it. <laughs> and then revote. And then email. And then <laughs> but no, I think, uh, you know, I like there's a lot, the, the, the beats that are, that Laurie's playing and the, the bass line that Andy's playing, I think that contributes a lot to, um, you know, giving us a more funky sound. Whether it's, you know, from funk or from jazz or from classical or, or mm-hmm. you know, like your, your tune, Andy, um, Asherville has a bit almost like a just a hint of bluegrass to it, you know. That was Lori. Like she had, okay. she put kind of a taka 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 underneath it. Uh-huh. I didn't really envision it as as that to begin with. I was thinking more of like a punk drumming thing, but she sort of had this idea. Well, I want to do like a bluegrass type of chuka chuka chuka, and then I want to go into a bulgar, and so it was just you know it was a, a thing that we could work out quickly. And it worked great. So it's it's real thin sounding. It's just harmonica and drums. Mm. So yeah, harmonica. Yeah, who's playing harmonica? I'm playing yeah. harmonica. Yeah, I started out playing harmonica, and then I discovered or decided, or at some point, uh, that that particular range was well covered in this band. So the one thing we were missing was the the, the bottom end. So mm-hmm. that's why I started to play bass. And Andy also does a killer solo on electric guitar on piece that Ryan electric sitar (laughs) indeed on a piece that Ryan arranged (laughs) and uh, you know that's another example of sort of a rock feel Ryan took a a Led Zeppelin song and put the the groove behind the traditional klezmer piece wow Uh, from the from the classical (laughs) guy he puts in Led Zeppelin Andy has a theory uh there's something strange about all trombonists are always big Led Zeppelin fans. No, no matter no matter what kind of trombone playing we're doing, I, I don't know very many trombone players who don't like own every Led Zeppelin album and and go through them quite regularly. So yeah, that's I mean, while that's not what I do, that's definitely uh, it's definitely a big influence on my music. Is, right. <laughs> is that well, kinda... and that that particular piece, it was kind of a, a light feel anyway because it started out as being very. You know, the first section is very straight, kind of umpa sounding klezmer, yeah, yeah. and then it goes into this. Was that a Beck groove? Beck, Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of a lot of influences, yeah. and uh, they wanted some sort of a ripping solo. And originally, I was going to do it on a harmonica, and I just thought, well, first of all, I can't. A for some reason just gives me no end of trouble. And uh, then we thought, the well, since it's a, a. Yeah. yeah. So since it's kind of a rock section, we'll do a rock solo. But I thought. Well, I think I had originally been instructed to do a harmonic... No, it was a guitar solo, but it was supposed to be like a ripping rock guitar solo, and I thought, my rock chops are not what they once were, so I just thought, I'm just going to like totally take this, like, and... And, yeah, so I had a friend who uh, lost his house in the hurricane, and uh, he had this... Uh, this a hurricane in Canada? Uh, no, that would have been in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. So I'm from North Carolina, and he oh, okay. moved up, uh, and he lost his house in Katrina. And um, I, there was a some sort of a benefit that would give money to musicians who had lost their equipment, and he bought this 
electric sitar, which is just a guitar that's got a bridge that makes it go. <laughs> it's cheesy. It's like a two hundred and fifty dollar instrument, and I said. Can I borrow that for a session? <laughs> and so I thought, they're either going to kick me out of the band or they're going to love it. And uh, so I, I laid it down and I didn't tell anybody what I was going to do. And then when I sent it back, there was like three days of silence. And I thought, oh dear. Wait, sent it back. You, you recorded it at home and then yeah, emailed we, it we, off? Yeah, I laid that track down at home and, uh, and, then, and then mailed the tapes back to Toronto, right? Yeah. 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 And so tapes. then. What are tapes? Well, I mean, you Mailed the. Uh, the files? The mix downs. Yeah. Yeah. the mixes. All right. We, we recorded last summer right after Close Canada. Um, in fact, one of our first <clears throat> official gigs was at uh, Pellegrino's Cafe in Montreal right after camp. And that was just an opportunity for us to kind of play through all of our repertoire that we had put together in the week. That place seated about 15, and I think we packed about 45. Yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. most of the staff yeah. from Cliz Canada was still in town, and oh. they came up. And in fact, I mean, going back to, you know, ultimately our sound, uh, with all of us coming from different backgrounds and different geographics, and we, we kind of ripped it up that night, and... Deb Strauss, I, I, I remember, remember Deb Strauss and uh, and Joanne Bortz kind of coming up to us <laughs> afterwards and just saying, you know, you guys certainly bring a whole nother element to, or there is another element that exists when you guys play, but it's certainly rooted in Klezmer. And that's the whole point. I think that we're not intending to fuse anything together. We're bringing our sense yeah. of knowledge to cl from Klezmer, or through Klezmer, but because we're so influenced, and everybody's so individually influenced from different places and different angles, that comes into play. Right. And I think that's, that's the whole point of, of what this group sound, of what our, what our pocket, as Aaron your, Alexander your, uh, says. Your signature sound of your, yeah. of your band, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. You pretty much agree on that, at least? Yeah. <laughs> You get the other four in here, you get a different story. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. I'm finding it really enjoyable in general, and and so we had laid down um, after that Pellegrino's Cafe gig. We then went into the studio in Montreal and recorded for two days. We recorded the album, and that's when Andy had taken the uh, the mixes back to North Carolina and decided to lay down this extra solo. And then when he sent it back to us, it was three months later, <laughs> and and. None of us expected. <laughs> None of us expected what was sent, and I think there was a little uncertainty in a couple directions. But then it was like, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it right, oh, from, the right from the start. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Fern hated. Yes, it. <laughs> she says I'm not so sure about the sitar. Or she says I mean, it she sounds says, like a sitar. On my speakers, she says. <laughs> on my, on on my, my speakers, it sounds like an electric sitar. Can I get a better copy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're not here to defend themselves. The rest, the rest of them. We'll, we'll have to give them equal time at a later, a later date. They would vouch. Yeah. Yeah. Does she like it now? She must. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody, everybody likes it. <laughs> yeah. So um, you have a, a CD now. Is this the one? From last year, yeah, or is yeah. this another this another is, one? This is the one from last year, and uh, we've now um, since that recording. the 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 plan was 
to to get all to all get back together this summer and from a from a starting point at least to have kind of a plan to to uh, to share the music and get the album out and so in fact we are uh, touring right after camp uh, we've got a couple days to um, regenerate and uh, we will be performing in uh, Montreal Ottawa and Toronto the the week following camp and it's very exciting it's just an opportunity again not only just to, to play the music but to hang out together for a few extra days yeah. because sure. you know we haven't all been together in a in a year yeah. since wow. last summer so this has been a, a an enjoyable enjoyable week so the week's like a, an extended rehearsal for, for for you guys and then you go out on on tour huh yes and you know which can sometimes be a little scary because when a little crash course in. A little crash course in. A little bit of pressure to... Remembering, <laughs> remembering our sound and um, remembering how we interact with each other. But already from, you know, last year, um, we had the opportunity to get together in Ottawa before camp started. We played at the Ottawa Folk Festival. And there were those two initial days where we were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, this is how we work together. This is how our sound blended. And then... By mid-camp, we were really, we had a good group going. And I think this year it was a little easier. Um, it was a yeah. lot easier. Yeah, it happened a lot quicker. Like we were off a bike. We were yeah. more organized. <laughs> going. We, we kind of knew what to expect. Um, and and we, we know how to make things work now. Um, not that it's not, it's still, it's still really hard being apart, being yeah. far yeah. apart. <laughs> but we don't have the luxury of being able to rehearse weekly or even monthly. Or, or gigs. Or gigs. So, <laughs> so, so we, we kind of come together and we've got, you know, the memory of this recording that we've got in our heads and we've been listening to it all year long individually. And then we come together and it did in fact take us kind of a couple days to get into rhythm with each other. And not only are we working or reworking the stuff from the album, we're putting new stuff together now for the tour. So again, it's a whole nother added element um, of presenting new tunes and share like sharing the tunes learning the tunes arranging the tunes and we kind of do this in a very um democratic well <laughs> collaborative <laughs> collaborative <laughs> that's a very good word <laughs> but yeah yeah and 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 i mean there certainly would be a, a benefit to have had a week you know to just have had more time to be able to do this because we're, um, Especially at Class Canada, you've got a lot of other things to be doing and seeing, and yeah, of course. you're not spending the entire day together. In fact, I, I know I'm cutting into your rehearsal time that you said you were That's supposed to be rehearsing now. Using the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, you know, they said they wanted to rehearse. <laughs> a lot of us are scholarship students, which means that we have a responsibility to go to our classes and to right. play with other scholarship students. I'm here with actually another band, my, my band from Connecticut. Um, here, so I've, and and I, I brought another a harpist that I play with. So I'm sort of dividing my time between those three things, and yeah, it's the days aren't long enough here. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what it comes down to. The days are short, the nights are long, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, you have uh, any other plan uh, for touring beside beyond the, this uh, next week? Yeah, actually, I mean, our hope is. Uh, our plan is, first of all, to get through this tour, and uh, once 
once we're finished that pro uh, project, we're we're thinking about hitting Northwest U.S. Northeast. Northeast. Sorry, Northeast. wrong corner. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Northeast U.S.A. Um, just, I mean, both Andy and Becky are from the states, and so to kind of bring that element in, and also another opportunity to bring our album out. So, you know, we're just uh, we're taking it one step at a time. One step at a time. So, I, I, how did the uh, your band name come about? You want you want me to do that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> the reason everybody's from Canada and the U.S. It seems. Where, where's Lithuania coming to it? <laughs> Well, as uh, Zeb Feldman. As, yeah, yeah, was it? It was Zeb and Michael, <laughs> Zeb and right? Clez uh, Canada two years ago um, in 2005. Um, Zev and uh, and Michael Albert were giving a uh, a talk, um, just about uh, um, Ashkenazic Judaism 101. That's what it was called. Yeah, yeah and they were, so they were talking about like the pale there and everything, just the regions um, where uh, where the shtetls were and. Uh, and uh, so anyway, it was uh, it, it was a great lecture, but we we were just itching to play. We really wanted to play, so we all kind of you know without talking to each other because some of us didn't even know each other before. Right. We just all kind of ended up ducking out of the lecture, and then we uh, we ended up just in a cabin jamming. Um, and uh, the last thing I remember from the from the lecture was they they had just started to talk about the Lithuanian Empire. I, I never really found out what it was. Well, um, it actually, um, it, it doesn't exist. It, it, it was Polish-Lithuania, and, and that was the empire. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I, well, that was I what say, Ryan heard. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I just remember hearing the phrase, the Lithuanian Empire. Or, you also heard old daddy Sizzlegut when Oichata Sizzlegut I hear, was I hear, I hear a lot. I hear a lot of things. Um, not all of them are outside of my head. So, uh, anyway, so once, uh, you know, Frank, Frank had sort of given us, uh, you know, thumbs up and, and we played, um, we played at the cabaret here one night and Susan Watts said, wow, you know, are you guys like a, a, a set band? And we said, no. She said, wow, you should be. Um, and so we started talking, well, okay, if we're a band, we need a name. And so I figured, well, maybe we should, you know, pay some sort of a uh, little homage to the lecture that we were required to be at. Uh, and somebody said, well, what was that lecture about? And I said, I think it was about the Lithuanian Empire. So it exists, the Lithuanian Empire exists now. <laughs> it may great. never have existed before in history, but we are it. So. Okay, well, that's a, that's a cool story. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, the, tell me about the, uh, the CD, how, uh, What's the title of it, and what's the uh, availability, and and where can people find it, or download your tracks, uh, or find out more about your group? For sure. <clears throat> um, uh, the CD is self-titled, The Lithuanian Empire, and uh, it's our own independent label. So we are we have made it available through uh, some online sources through CD Baby, CDBaby.com. You can purchase. The album, as well as uh, you can purchase tracks individually through iTunes or Napster. There's several, I think. There's a few yeah, running through. I'm, I can't remember the rest of them are. Some also some Jewish organized uh, search-based. I'm not sure <laughs> where exactly. Um, and of course, through us individually, um, we since we're pretty much spread out across North America. 
Um, you can find uh, you can find our CDs in Edmonton, in yeah, Montreal, I, I, Toronto. I, I'm congrat. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm contractually um, required to say that if uh, if you're in Edmonton, it's available at the Gramophone. Yes, <laughs> and also Israel's Judaica in Toronto. It's uh, at both their locations in town, and. Uh, our website. And, of course, our website. Which, ultimately, I send out <laughs> to people. So. Our website is? Our website is www.thelithuanianempire.com. And MySpace? You know, MySpace as well. So uh, MySpace.com slash or backslash the Lithuanian um, Regular slash? Regular slash. You know what? You can get there from our... Yes, you can find us. You can just Google us. Google the Lithuanian Empire. Now something does come up. You're you're not uh, hit, you know, 2007 on the list now. No, no, we're pretty much up there. We've got our own website, and through our website, you can find out all uh, all the available ways of getting our CD. Very good. Um... Anything else anybody wants to add? We're coming uh, toward the end here. Last comments from anybody? Uh, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> I think that's good, yeah. All right, very good. Well, uh, Becky, Andy, Kinneret, and Ryan, uh, the Lithuanian Empire, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for visiting. Thanks, I'll let you get back to your rehearsal. And uh, enjoy the rest of your stay at Class Canada. Thank you. Thank you. you too. Bye. Okay, I'm back. That was my interview with the Lithuanian Empire band members Becky Wexler, Andy John, Kanarit Sagi, and Ryan Purchase. And now we're going to listen to a track from their self-titled CD, The Lithuanian Empire, which was so generously given to me by the band to play for you. This is called Balkan Balabusta.
This is Marilla Wex, lifelong lover of klezma music, and you're listening to klezmapodcast.com. Okay, that was Balkan Balabusta by the Lithuanian Empire. And before I go, I thought I'd share with you uh, what I'm listening to for this week. Obviously, I'm listening to the Lithuanian Empire by the Lithuanian Empire. I'm also listening to Who Stole the Kishka by Ed Goldberg and the Odessa Klezmer Band, Spice It Up by the Red Hot Tchotchkes, and Ein Velt by Brian Bender and Little Shop of Horas. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed or have your music played on the Klezmer Podcast, please drop an email to Keith at klezmerpodcast.com or a MySpace at myspace.com slash klezmerpodcast. And, of course, the website address is klezmerpodcast.com. And now I can also be reached via Skype with the screen name klezmerpodcast. And I would also encourage you to go to the iTunes Music Store and post a customer review on the Klezmer Podcast page. That'll help uh, my ratings in the iTunes Store. And one last item, I'm also doing album reviews now. If you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album that you would like to submit for review, please also drop an email to keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And as always, the music heard on the Klezmer Podcast is for promotional use only. Well, that's all I have for you this week. Thanks for listening. Stay subscribed. And until next time, bye for now.